Hello, this is We Become Church. Thanks for tuning in. We are pastors Tori and Alan Rogers. At We Become, our mission is to help people know and become who God has uniquely created them to be by becoming more like Him. As Colossians 3.10 states, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. So God, who loves us perfectly and, and wants what's best for us, has good things in store for us. And it's not that we'll never have any, any you know, problems in life. It's that he will sustain us and he will take care of us. And um, in verse 30, you know, it says, will he not, you know, the second part of the verse says, will he not much more clothe you? And just playing off the will he not, it's uh, will he not provide and care for you? which is to supply your needs. And that brings up again, uh, Philippians 4.19. It says, And my God shall supply all of your needs according to, according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. God owns everything. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills, which is a familiar saying, and he owns the hills. So if God owns all that and we are his children and we know he loves us and has what's best for, her, for us, what will he not provide for us if he knows it's a need of ours? Uh, will he not uh, sustain and keep us, supply enough to keep you going? And the scripture that came to mind with this is Isaiah uh, 4110, uh, the New King James Version. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So God has got us. God will keep us no matter what's going through, no matter what job you've just lost, God is with you. The job you have, God is with you. The, the, the food you have in your house, he's with you. The food you don't have, he is with you. God is with you. He will sustain you. He will keep you. And will he not flourish, help you to flourish, supply more than enough? Even the things you think with, with the lily, it doesn't just stay in seed form, it, it, it starts to grow, and it grows to where, where God has for it to grow. And it's the same thing with us, because if we just took in the, the bare minimum nutrients, that wouldn't be enough to sustain us. So, But God provides more than enough, because he's just such a good God, he's such a good father, and he takes good care of his children. Um, the scripture... I have is to go with that is Psalms uh, 37 uh, 25 um, talk this is David uh, speaking uh, he's saying I have been young and now I am old this is the King James Version I've been young and now I am old yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed seed begging bread and this is again God will supply our needs and this is uh, David saying, throughout all my life, I've witnessed a lot of, lot of things, but I've never seen God's children begging. I've never seen them go without. I've never seen them just left on an island to, 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 to perish. So God will come to, our, come to our rescue and supply and take care of us, sustain us, keep us, and to help us uh, flourish. And the point of these uh, scriptures is to... To really to help us to have confidence in God. 
and again, these these verses, um, depending on what translation you have, you know, the words of Christ, you know, might might be in red or they might not be. But this is Jesus talking, you know, pretty much saying to the people that God God will take care of you. You know, will He not provide and 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 sustain you and keep you? Is there anything you want to add to? Well, no, I think those you know those are great points that you know Alan brought up. Um, just to kind of reassure ourselves of what we already know, that God is for us, that he's with us, that um, he's looking out for us at all times. Um, one of the things that I'm kind of thinking in my head, because it's not that we can't care about things, and um, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, to me, like what that looks like. Because um, sometimes when, just how I do things in my head, when I define something, it helps me to kind of put a handle on it. It helps me to recognize it and to kind of deal with it. And so the way that I see, you know, caring about something, it's, you know, kind of to tend to it or to be concerned with it. Um, to be concerned with something is to give thought to it or take an interest in it. You know, some things pop up in life like that doesn't concern me. You know, um, it's still happening. I'm just not taking an interest in it and um, I'm not giving thought to it. But some things that happen in our lives, you know, we're concerned about it. You know, we give our thoughts to it. And those things are okay. But there's kind of a line that I try to have in my mind where caring is okay. Um, concern is, you know, good. It's, it's good to be concerned about things and it's, that's appropriate. But when you worry, when you mentally fixate on something, that rut that I was talking about, it's you just go back and forth and back and forth and just rehearsing again and again and again whatever that situation is. If someone's sick, yes, you care about them. Of course you're concerned. But when you're like, all you think about in your head is they're sick, they're sick, they're sick, they're sick, they're sick, they're sick. It's not helping them get any better and it's only helping you get worse. Um, so it's not that we shouldn't care or be concerned, but when we're kind of stuck in that rut, we're not going anywhere, we're not making any progress and we're not helping anything. And we're just fixating on that one thing or that one situation and we're just repeating it again and again and again. Um, and so just like in the natural, when you're stuck in a rut and you can't do anything to get yourself out, you got to call someone greater and stronger to, to help you. Um, and so it's like our prayer line is that tow truck. It's like that help button. Um, it's that triple A, you know, that we can call on or Geico or whoever, you know, to come and to lift us up and to get us out of there and to get us moving again. Um, and so that's what prayer does when we call on God in prayer, it's not just to help us to feel good or, you know, to kind of distract us from what's going on, but he can actually come into our situation and help us. Um, and so that's what it talks about in first Peter. You can write this down or go there or, you know, whatever your methods are. First Peter chapter five, um, verse seven says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. So it's not just saying, hey, be irresponsible and it's someone else's fault. It's saying because God cares about you, because he gives thought to you, because he's concerned about you, he'll help you with what you're going through. Not that your life is going to be magical, everything's going to be made right, but he'll walk with you. He'll take you through those difficult times. So when you catch yourself wearing and crossing that line from care to concern, to worry, where you're just fixated and you're just going back and forth and you just replaying it 
and replaying it and replaying it with no way of moving on or even functioning where you're at. Call that tow truck. Call that Jesus hotline. Have him come and he will help you in that situation. He'll lift you up. He'll physically refresh you. He'll mentally restore you. He'll give you that peace that passes all understanding that only he can do. And he'll help you to move to a place of function even in your time of trouble. If you stand on his word and like Alan was saying, you know, like without question, instead of going over those questions of the, you know, why, 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 that's a rut. But if we go to the place of what, that's when God can help us. God, what do you want me to learn from this? God, how do you want me to function in this situation? God, what can I do to make things better? That's when you're actually bringing help to the situation and, um, you know, looking at things in a positive perspective and putting things in their proper place of surrendering to God, because we can't do it on our own. As the first passage says, who of you or any of us or anyone that's ever existed just by thinking about something makes it better? No one that I've known or seen or heard of. So with all our worrying, with all our consuming mentally, it doesn't really benefit us. So it is something that, you know, it happens from time to time. I do it. He does it. Some of you do it. It's not that, you know, we're immune to it. But when you catch yourself crossing that line, call for backup. Get some help. Jesus is there and he wants to walk with you through whatever it is that you're going through. But you got to give your cares to him. He's not going to snatch them. But if you cast your cares on him, knowing that he cares about you, he'll walk with you through your situation. Amen. That made me think of, um, take my yoke upon you because my, my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Uh, cast your cares uh, to the Lord because he cares. And we're not, it's not that this is something that we've perfected or that anyone that I know of has perfected. But this is this is the this this is a desired goal, and different people have different are in different places with this. For some, it's it's maybe easier for them to surrender and to give things to God, and others might take a little coaxing or convincing, or might need a little more time, you know, surrendering things and giving things uh, to Him. So it, it is very important to pray, but it's also important to. Surround yourself with good Christian people who will, who know you well enough to see that, hey, you've been off. You haven't been yourself. What's going on? Is everything all right? You know, I know your dad is going through this or your mom or, you know, I know you've just lost your job. Like, how, how are you doing? You know, and it's not that we should be these robots who don't feel anything, but it's, we can't allow those things to take over and consume us and to control our lives. So it's it's important to to pray, but also surround ourselves surround ourselves with 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 good Christian people who will help us and encourage us. Then also, once someone has helped you, or God has helped you through a situation that you found really difficult, or that you found yourself being consumed with anxiety and fear about, you can help someone else. You know what I was really worried about when I was laid off. And for those of you who are laid off, I've been laid with the last four jobs I've had. I've, I've been laid off from every single job, you know, varying different reasons, companies relocated, closed, couldn't get funding, lawsuits, you know, 
but God has always provided us, provided for us and, and taken care of us and paid our, helped us to pay our bills, eat, you know, and, 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 and do the things that, that we like to do. Yeah, we've, we've have had to cut back in certain areas, but God has kept us and sustained us through, through that, through that time. You want to say something? Yeah, it's just seeking God, you know, everybody needs help. Um, and God is there for us. But if we don't seek that help, we're not going to get it. Um, you can worry if you want. You can do a cost-benefit analysis. You know, don't just take my word for it. Do it for yourself. You know, okay, well, this situation is out of control, and I'm worried about it. What is this worrying doing for me? I pray what you have heard has helped you better know and grow in God. I pray that you would take the time to examine yourself Pray, read God's word, and see where there is room for you to improve. And I pray you would start that process today. God bless.